Well, today we're talking about things you need to do in your garden now. I know it's November, but there's still things you need to do in your garden. Welcome to the Road by Road Gardening Show, the best dead gum gardening show on the internet, where we talk about gardening, a little bit of cooking, and growing your own food. Now sit back and enjoy. Hey folks, I'm Greg. I'm Sheila. Welcome. Man, look at the garden harvest, November. November, folks, and look at the garden harvest we got here on the homestead. So we're talking about what to do in November today. Yes, we are. And we're harvesting. And we're harvesting. Harvesting. All right, Mama Hawks, let's go over everything we got here because this is really unbelievable for November. You guys up north, eat your heart out. Okay? <laughs> this is what we do in the south. Y'all get to do some things in the summertime we can't do, but eat your heart out. This is why I like fall gardening. Yeah, fall gardening is neat, and that's what we get to enjoy it so much down here in the deep, beautiful south. Ambrosia corn that we've been enjoying for probably two weeks. Mm -hmm. As well as the whole community. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> we have, uh, we've supplied corn to everybody, everybody here in the office and all our neighbors. You know, this stuff matured really, really slow this fall, which is pretty normal. Real slow. Now, one thing we don't talk about a lot as far as maturity is we, we talk about the cooler temperatures, but you know, length of daylight in the day also has a huge effect on these vegetables and their maturity. And that's the reason we see things slow up during the fall so much and the winter, for a matter of fact. And so we've had a longer harvest window. We have had a longer harvest window, which is the good side of that, but it takes a little long for things to mature mm -hmm. because of the cooler temperatures, cooler nights, and the shorter amount of daylight in the day. Therefore, it, uh, it causes things to switch up just a little bit and what it does in maybe May or June. Zipper peas. Wow. Just wow. Oh, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I did a video on this, but I'm going to say probably a 30 by 40 spot at most. Of Five rows. Peas. Five rows. And how much have you harvested? Now, yesterday was probably the last harvest. I, know, I think there's another one. You think so? Yeah, there's another. There's a bunch of more small ones. Um, I've put up 20 quarts. I've canned 20 quarts. And we've gave away how much? Probably two five-gallon buckets, which I get five quarts off of a five-gallon bucket. So we've gave away about 10 quarts. Gave away 10 quarts and then? I canned to about 20. So we're talking about 30 quarts off of that little bitty small spot of zipper peas. And not the first one. Have you seen the first one stung? No, I haven't. So therefore, folks, grow these cow peas in the fall of the year. It's ideal. I wouldn't grow them in the springtime, fall. Yeah, and I did a video on the, with my new canner and how I canned them. Mm -hmm. Cucumbers, pickles, they're gone, but we yeah. got the last harvest off of them yesterday. These Max Packs, the gift that keeps on giving and giving and giving. Uh, Bell peppers, I forgot the variety of these were here. Our bell peppers have done wonderful. Same thing with them, a little slower to mature, mm -hmm. but the plants still look really, really good. And then we got Mr. Wonderful Quick Start Karabi. Now this one's still a little bit on the small side, but these things are popping. Now, I like to eat them that small, like just raw with mm -hmm. some ranch dressing. They get a little bit tough if you let them get too big, so it is. These things come off in 45 days, so. It's a great fall crop right here. Oh yeah, we got that zinnia right there. Mm -hmm. You're pull one out. That is, that is, folks, this right here is Zahara Fire Zinnia. 
This is a wonderful zinnia right here for containers or for borders. Now it does not work for cut flowers because it only gets about 12 inches high. But it, it works good for a small vase. I don't know if I can pull this out. See yeah, it works okay. It's not designed for that. Let me put it that way. No. So this right here I found in Del Moy's Iowa at the uh, at a trial. It's an All-American Selection winner, believe it or not. And this Zahara Double, it's a double zinnia, Zahara Fire loads of, I mean, it loads It's like a blanket loads. of orange. It is, and it's it works pretty. wonderful for raised beds where I got it at. But uh, I, containers, I, have some too. I think it's probably, I would like it better as a border, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. What about that broccoli over there? Broccoli, you got some broccoli to eat there. Yes, I This do. is some of my peppers. Mm -hmm. Um some poblano, I think Cubanale, and then we've got some Savannah mustard. It's starting to wilt just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I picked it early this morning. And some, is it all top turnips? All top turnips. Yeah. Um, and then we have... Citrus up here. Uh-huh. The sassuma and that tree is loaded. And they're good this year too. Our sassumas are hit and miss. We don't always have a good crop and they're not always real good. Sometimes they're This is the first year they've been good, but yeah. I had that little talk with that tree. Oh, did you? Yeah. What'd you tell the tree, Sheila? It was gonna be gone if it didn't produce this year. Mm -hmm. Um, key limes and then my lemons and Ponderosa. Ponderosa lemon, which is the big one, folks. The big one. That is a lemon, I promise. Yep. And we took a little trip last week. Took a little trip up to the mountains. See the fall colors changing a little bit. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Nice little vacay. We had a rough week last week. A little bit of a rough week A little last bit of a week. rough week. So I got me some broccoli salad right here that we made of our broccoli because we like to eat out of the garden there. We, 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 we. We, we, we like to, we like to eat out yeah, of the garden. Yeah, we like to eat. Yep. And broccoli salad is one of my favorite things. And it's good for you and it's good to you, folks. Hmm. Is that good? What else in that? Apples from North Georgia. Pecans, bacon, good old Duke's mayonnaise, onions. Mm. I think that's it. Oh, it's Parmesan cheese. So, while you're eating that... Okay, let's talk about our trip in just a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting going here. We ended up going to Franklin, North Carolina to spend two or three days up there. A great time up there. The leaves were just about perfect turning. Mm -hmm. Cool weather. And we see a couple farms on the way up there. It was a wonderful time. We don't really get to to get off there that often, so it was a great trip for us. They had fields of cabbage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We didn't get to the farmer's market this year. Right. It was beautiful, though. The leaves, it was perfect. Yep. Cool weather. I always think I'd like to live up there. Every time we go, you, no. you're like, this is what I'm on. I got He's moved to the mountains. He's looking for land, and then by the third day, I'm ready to go home. Yep, ready to go home. Good to be home. Yep. We ready now? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can I go ahead? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're talking about what you should be doing in your garden, and we're gonna go over the different zones. But first, we're gonna do just a general garden cleaning. So you wanna clean out your annual vegetables and flowers. And we did some of that yesterday with the cucumbers. 
Um, you can harbor diseases, pests, so get them, them out of the way. Move them way away. Remove the weeds. You don't want to grow a bunch of weeds over the winter. Um, they can host eggs and pathogens mm -hmm. too. Do your soil test. It's a good time to do that soil test for the spring. Yeah, I always say at least do a soil test every once every two years. See if you need to add any nutrients. Mm -hmm. Lime is the biggie. Lime and your pH is the biggie there. But don't add it if you don't need it. Exactly. And uh, potassium and phosphorus, you want to keep an eye on those two. Of course, we can't measure nitrogen in the soil sample. That's a big misconception out there. People think they can find out about nitrogen. Nitrogen is mobile, does not read in the soil sample. But you will get an idea where you're at on phosphorus and potassium, which is really important. Also, calcium and magnesium. Plant your cover crops. Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to plant tomorrow some black oaks. We got black oaks in this year's a new one for us. Oh. And I'm going to plant some black oaks tomorrow. So, yeah, cover crops this time of year is always fun to grow. I enjoy growing these wintertime cover crops. I like to grow something different all the time. And you got some calendula? I got calendula growing. I got a really nice stand of uh, super beef flacilla growing. So, yeah, I'm gonna plant those black oaks as well. In case you didn't know, black oaks are wonderful for livestock too. So cover, cover crop, livestock feed does both. Replenish your mulch. Mm -hmm. Good time to do that. Yep. Uh, if you're not gonna plant, get your area ready and tarp it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Tarp. And the thing about tarping is, you can tarp that spot, and when you get ready to use it, peel it back. Boom. Bam. You're ready to go out and use it. So that. Your compost piles, make sure that you're putting all those leaves and stuff in the compost bin, keeping those turned to aerated so they're working off so you have plenty of good compost for springtime. Now, what I like to do is add a little manure. We got horses, so we can add a little horse manure in there with our leaves and stuff. Leaves have a little bit of nitrogen, but not much. They're mainly a carbon source. So you need some type of nitrogen in there to keep it all, excuse me, keep it all cooking. That broccoli's the gift keeps on giving. <laughs> Clean and sharpen your garden tools. Mm -hmm. Put that linseed oil on your wheel hoe handles. This, for me, every year is one of those. You know, we have one of those weekends where it's kind of drizzly, rain, and overcast. Mm -hmm. That's what I pick out one of those Saturdays. And I. Uh, you do. That's what I do is I go up and spend the day in the, uh, the garden shed and uh, get all my things cleaned up. Organize it. Yeah, your glasses are fogging up. I know, it's hot in here. Yep. I've never seen those glasses fog up. <laughs> Thank you for pointing yeah, that out. Yeah, you're welcome. Shut off your irrigation systems. Yeah, the main thing on that, now we don't have that much problem here, but you guys that live north of here, you want to make sure that you bring that filter regulator combo and those fertilizer injectors inside. So your drip tape, for the most part, is going to, it's going to work itself out. It's going to depressurize itself. And your mainline tubing, I wouldn't be worried about that. However, those filter-regulated filter combos can trap water in those, and definitely those fertilizer injectors. So those two things you want to make sure you bring inside. Okay. All right. So let's start with zone nine and what you can be planting. Yeah, so we're going to start with zone nine. And I know we're pretty good at nine and eight, but if it gets into those sevens, sixes, and fives, we are going to give you some general guidelines there. We have people that we talk to that gives us things or we, that gives us advice on what you could be doing there. We're not near as familiar in zones 
six, five, six, and seven is what we are, eight, nine. So we're going to give you some information there. But if you disagree with that and you live in that zone or you got something to add to that, please put in the comments below. We would more than, more than welcome your comments on that. It helps us to kind of get an idea. You know, not everybody can be planting broccoli in uh, November. Some of us can, some of y'all can't. So all that kind of stuff would be beneficial. Zone 9. You guys are the ones that pretty much can grow all winter mm -hmm. long. Yep. Now, you can't grow in the summertime, but you can <laughs> grow all winter long. So, at this point, you can still get most of your cold crops, your transplants, such as your brassicas, cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower, all those. You can still get those into the ground to be okay. You still can direct seed just about everything in this cool weather. We're talking about spinach. We're talking about... Mustard, turnips, radishes, beets, all those things you can still get in the ground. Carrots, um, English peas, lettuces, kale, any of that you can still get around. I think you'll be okay. And, uh, of course, strawberries, elephant garlic, onion starch. Onion starch, if you're in zone 9, I would probably wait toward the end of November or or. I think you might be better off served if you did it to the middle of November or later on. I think that would be best when you're in the stores. I think you'd be fine at the first. I think they would possibly do a little bit better at the end of November. All right. Cover crops? Cover crops. Heck, you can get any of them in. Any cool weather cover crops, it's time to get them in. They'll do wonderful for you guys. Zone 8, and that's where we at. We at. Okay, first November is normally starting where we our schedule starts tightening up a little bit because our average frost date here is November 22nd. Sometimes it's on, on December or maybe even January before we get a hard, hard freeze. All right, we're in the 50s at night, 80s during the day still this week. Mm -hmm. So as you can see, we're still doing wonderful. I think we could probably still get some things into the ground, although it's always a gamble, folks. Mm -hmm. We don't guarantee anything with the weather around here. But I think you could also get some transplants in the ground. I still got some transplants in the greenhouse. I'm probably going to get out in a week or two. I still got kale I'm going to transplant. I still got some more broccoli we're going to put out. So all those kind of things that you can still get out there would be okay. I would hesitate starting from seed at this point. I think transplants would be better on the brassica about, family. But English peas, you could... English peas is getting a hair laid on. Hair laid. A hair laid on. You can take your chances on it. If we have one of those warm months, you'll probably be okay. I prefer planting English peas in October. I think you should probably still get carrots and beets and radishes into the ground. Of course, mustard and turnips, they're going to be a little bit slower to germinate come up. I think you still got plenty of time on those, as well as, did I say beets and radishes? I don't know. Yep. <laughs> All those I think you can still I was get into the ground. Orange. Elephant garlic. Plant your elephant garlic. And strawberries, still got time for strawberries and onions. Here we are on onions. We're going to start Monday shipping out onion plants. So get your onion plants. You can go ahead and get those started. Any time in November is good for onions for Zone 8. Cover crops, you know, you're not in the ideal time slot there, but you're about two weeks off. Still got plenty of time to get most, if not all, of those into the ground, all the cool seasons. Seven. Seven. You guys are a little bit further north, and you guys are winding down as far as getting anything as far as winter gardening going there. Uh, you, if you got 
things out there such as Brussels sprouts or cabbage or any of those brassicas that are established and they're still holding on. They're probably okay. They're probably going to be okay. Actually, some of them are a little bit better, like collars, when they do get a little bit of cold weather on. I think it's too late to start any of them. But you can still enjoy the ones that you got planted there that's good and established. Uh, you're going to wait till springtime to get your onions started, your onion plant start. Strawberries, uh, probably still got time to get those or have gotten those into the ground. Garlic, they can still plant? Oh yeah, they can still plant garlic. Yeah, and they will put garlic as well. But that's pretty much it. You guys, on cover crops, if I was going to plant anything, it would be just rye, because rye is a little more cold tolerant than any of it, and your germination is going to take longer there. But for the most part, I would hold off on most of the cover crops besides rye at that point in zone seven. You do need to have your frost blankets and stuff on hand. If we do get one of those cold colds, you can uh, put those out there and protect, protect some of them. And of course, you know, your compost, as we talked about, make sure you have plenty of compost and be working on that. So come springtime, you can boom, boom, have plenty of organic matter and compost to add to those garden spots. Zone six, oh boy, it's it tougher and tougher, doesn't it? Is that so what you talked to Mike about? I talked to Mike, my buddy up in Ohio, and I said, Mike, what can we do now? He said, pretty much nothing. He says, if you have got a protected raised bed as far as a protective cover, covering like a hoop house, or if you take a raised bed and put plastic over it, he said, you might could get by starting some spinach or some Swiss chard. Or if you got kale, kale's pretty frost tolerant. If you got that, he, he said possibly you could grow it, but it's going to have to be in a protected environment. Besides that, y'all just get your firewood out. Get you a good magazine because it's going to be a long, mm -hmm. cold winter. Start looking at what seeds you want to yep. order. Yep. Definitely you guys need to winterize your irrigation systems a lot more than we do. So that's pretty much it. That's what you need to be doing now in November. Not a lot, but you could also do some planning about your upcoming garden. But if you live here in the south, you got plenty to do. Thing. How about that? Sounds good. And we got Garden Spotlight of the Week. Now, this is a good one right here. Let me get my specs. I'm going to see. Lori Eden from Prescott Valley, Arizona. We don't get a lot of gardener mm -hmm. submissions from Arizona, but she is from Prescott Valley, Arizona, Zone 7. This is what Lori wrote. Everything, all seeds bought from Hoss. Thank you, Lord. They were very early pictures. I'm going to show you here. Please notice the drip system in the garden boxes. It worked great. And it was also bought from Hoss. And the sweet potato barrels. She's got sweet potatoes planted in barrels. Let me show you this right here. There's a couple of pictures of these right here. And she's got a trellis there. I thought that was interesting. I've never For the seen sweet that. potatoes? Yeah. Wow. But you know, we grew sweet potatoes this last year and really enjoyed the vine. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the leaves. So this would be an excellent oh. option right there to be able to enjoy those leaves in a stir fry. I thought that was a great idea. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah, she planted her sweet potatoes in those barrels and let the you know, vines grow up on that arch there, which is pretty doggone sniffy. Sniffy. And sniffy, sniffy. Let me see if I can find another picture here. Okay, this is her raised beds. I want you to look at those raised beds. Oh, that's gorgeous. Really nice. I like the metal on the outside. Now, she built these. You can tell they were, they're not store-bought. 
Well, those look really nice and she's got our irrigation system going up in the raised beds. FYI, we got a new irrigation system coming out just for raised beds for 2023. So keep your eye on that, it'll be coming out before long. And this is another garden she's using, the row cover there. Oh, here's the other one showing the barrels. This, I knew there was another one in there. This is the barrel she's talking about oh, wow. potato plants in there. Yep. And some more of her raised beds right there. Says she grew our tomatoes and got about 60 pounds off of those and got those processes. She loved the zucchinis and the peaches and cream cornworks, one of her favorites. And what was her name again? Her name is Lori Eden. Lori Eden. Lori, thank you for sending it. She's in zone seven. Thank you for sending us in your pictures for your garden. Looks great. I, you got a nice fence around there as well. Looks like you and your family's doing a great job growing your own food. Speaking of gardens, while we were on our trip, we found the gates for our new garden. Yep. Potage. Potage kitchen. Then we still got work, some do, some work, some work, some some work to do on. A lot of work to a do. A lot of work to do on. Our last couple of weeks has been kind of down and out, so we've been uh, we getting back on track. Getting back on track. Getting back on track. And what about the old goat? Oh, good. I got it right here. You got it? Yep. You want me to draw? You yeah, draw. you draw this time. All right, folks. So if we have an old goat hidden on the show somewhere, it's a figurine. And if you can find the old goat, put your comments below. And next week, we will draw a name to see who wins. And, and this we'll week is Jennifer K. Jennifer K? Mm-hmm. K-A-Y? Oh, Jennifer K. Okay. That's her YouTube name. Jennifer, send us your shipping address to cussserve at hosstools.com and we'll get you something in the mail. Heck yeah. All right. I All think right. that wraps her up. What about corny joke? Oh, we got that corny joke. You got one? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm ready for you corny jokes, Mama Hoss. What did the baby corn say to the mama corn? I never get them, I don't know. Where's popcorn? <laughs> you know what I mean? That was pretty good. Yeah. Where's yeah. popcorn? Yep. Pop Pop, pop. We got our green babies here last week. We did, we enjoyed those. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, folks, thank you for joining. Things to do in your garden. Make your list, go there and get it done. Get and your you, onion orders in. Get your onion, yeah, oh, but think about onions. So, I'm glad you reminded me of that. We were able to procure some more of the red onions, so we got more red onions okay, in stock. So far. So far, so you can buy the bundle again. We don't have a lot left, but we have some left. We'll start shipping Monday. We will ship every Monday, pretty much through the week, month of November, we'll be shipping onions out. So if you don't get yours the first week, you'll get them the second week or the third week. Make you a list, use those rainy, days where there's nothing else to do to go to the garden shed and get those garden tools in good shape get your tiller and everything service that's what i want to do mm -hmm. all right now it's time for you to get off that couch and get dirty folks thank you for joining us